that's how we start. Yo, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Anime Brothers Podcast, your cool, classic, just nerd, just a little bit of anime podcast. I'm now JD, talking in a very light ASMR voice, and I'm going to introduce our co-host, Earthworm the Mighty. Welcome. Hey, everybody. <laughs> it's me, Earthworm. Welcome back to the Anime Brothers Podcast. Today, we got some sultry anime takes for you. We're talking about a wonderful little ditty of a movie. A little ditty? The Jujutsu Kaisen Zero movie. So lay back, pour that Merlot, <laughs> and ease into a fine night. <laughs> yes <laughs> how was that how was that soft fm i'm sorry some of the words you use i'm like all right all right see I, I tried to speak a little bit quieter so people really had to like maybe turn the volume up get a right little, into it uh, just pour a glass of merlot <laughs> that got me i'm like yeah okay <laughs> so yeah welcome everybody uh we're in a very cheerful mood but it's also because we're reviewing uh jujitsu kaisen jujitsu kaisen no matter what it's always hype uh season two is out now uh and uh we decided to, we should watch the kind of prequel to the story kind of see a little bit earlier i mean yeah than when itadori showed up so uh we will be getting to that uh but always we have to do some checkups kind of do some like business runs which we really don't have any business runs mostly just hey make sure to check us out jd's quest for the one piece continues it's uh yeah no so uh two episodes should be out to the public if you're a patron you already know about that because i post in the patron page yeah and I posted it on the. They've already listened. There's been some hot, some hot discussion going on in the patron. Well, at least for the first episode. Oh, I haven't oh, yeah, seen. Yeah, yeah. I haven't seen the discourse for the second episode yet. I thought it was good. Uh, JD sat down with his buddy Andrew to talk about uh, the Sabodi arc to to the time skip. Yeah, these are words that I know Sabaudi, what they mean. I guess is what it would be called. And then you um, have impel down, and then the Paramount War. And it ends with essentially after with the two year time skip. Hell yeah! So, so that that is available. There's a third episode in which I also still gotta edit, but we're gonna get there. We're gonna <laughs> do it. You've you've recorded the third episode, right? Yes, third episode right, is recorded. I yep. thought that was a thing, and that will be the Fishman arc. So woo, even Fishman. future, yeah. Let's go, <laughs> Fishman. Yeah, Lovecraft. Woo! And it's funny we're we're talking about the One Piece episode coming out, and of course I'm on volume seventy now, about to finish that first box set. So I'm going. Are to you the officially one. halfway? Like over halfway through, there's, there's I am over halfway. About through. yeah, there's about a hundred. I 100, am over right? halfway through. I because I think there's only a hundred volumes if I'm or hundred and two. So there's I'm more than half. Yeah, well there you go. <laughs> How about that? Gear five. Look at us. Am I right? Gear, <laughs> that's coming out today, by the way. That's fucking Jesus. I don't. Logan, I don't... who got me into this, says, "You know what today is?" Uh, and we're working night shift, so it was technically today. Is that probably popping off today? I don't know. Oh yeah, Look, it is. It's no coming spoilers, out tonight, like because JD's not there. And I know I've, Gear Five, Luffy. but these are like things that the internet has refused to not spoil for people. I've seen. Well, I know I've what it's going to look like so concept much. wise because it's been shared a lot on YouTube when you're watching clips yeah. and shit. So. I try not to get spoiled, but you kind of know that's going to happen. Sure, um, yeah. But no, I was going to talk about real, real quick. Uh, it's kind of like a lead on. We're, we're going to, of course, get to other stuff in Jujutsu Kaisen, but you know about the One Piece live action, right? That's now coming to Netflix. Yeah, Netflix, yeah okay. I'm aware. So uh, talking about Andrew, who's going to be on this guest episode, he had a very strong take and not very many anime fans seem to say it. He's like, I kind of think it looks good. Okay. And it's a live action anime adaption. We know after Cowboy Bebop and every other thing we know, it's like, I don't know. I mean, I guess I'll give the first episode a try, but uh, some things are just hard to 
you know, really capitalize in live action. So I wanted to know what you thought. But if you hadn't even seen the trailer or seen that. It, I so. mean, I'm aware of it. I've seen like promotional images and stuff. I guess. And this might be. A, this will be what you actually watch it on is live action. Yeah, All right, guys, I'll watch it. But it'll be the live action. <laughs> Everyone would hate you. Um, The guy. Yeah. Like, you, no, fuck you. You've, you watched the live action Death yeah, Note. Yeah, but I've actually watched. Oh, Death Note. Yeah, that was before, though, that yeah, I was literally even knowing exactly. too much about so, you. Yeah. But you're. That's, no, you know One Piece and you would do it to spite there. them. If this was 2006 or seven, people would be on your ass, Well, buddy. it's not. It's literally 15 no, years. No, we all grew out of our emos and goth phases and now we are less aggressive. That's not the point. <laughs> uh no i i don't know man like it's it's what i'm sure it'll be fine it, it has the potential to be fine i guess is what i mean it has the potential to be good perhaps do we need it though like what's the i guess what's the point can we I, have yeah. t- let's do some original shit like you know that's why uh when we interviewed kalani hubbard and uh he he did like not an anime adaptation but an anime inspired like movie yeah. just live action you could movie. have done a pirate thing but not involve luffy and- i mean it can it can be other things than a pre-existing ip and like hollywood movies when's the last time something oh, no, was- everything is a remake everything's a, a remake yeah. a sequel or a part of a fucking greater franchise that's why oppenheimer was so good when i went to go see it sure it's an original but even that is a remake of real life yeah, but it, <laughs> <laughs> I'll say that's different because it's like doing biographies, and we yeah. all like watching Our biographies. Are dope. Yeah, yeah, bio, yeah. So, but let's just do something original, and that maybe that's why I I kind of gravitated towards anime years ago when I first kind of got back into it because it's a, it's based off of a manga, obviously, but this is just kind of bringing manga to life, yeah. anime, and there it's got its own tropes, but it doesn't. It's not like Naruto six. Avenge the Leaf 2. That may happen. <laughs> so, But that's a more rare case. Yeah. You know, and if it's like one long running like show, I don't know. It Good on it. If it's good, I hope people who who watch it like it because it sucks to watch bad stuff. And if nah, it's yeah. bad, I hope it's fucking funny. Like, I hope it's, it's so bad it's good. I, I'm not gonna lie. When I watched it, there was a couple comments and that, that made me laugh, and it was mostly the character playing Usopp and stuff like that. So for it to kind of make me giggle like the manga, maybe it's because I haven't seen the anime. Yeah. So I kind of hearing people talk and it being the One Piece people you've been reading, it's kind of funny. Real quick, now correct me if I'm wrong, but aren't they casting as uh kind of Oda put the characters in the manga? So like, oh yes, yeah, so like you're not gonna Luffy's, see Chopper. Luffy's Brazilian, right? Like, is that how they're casting it? I'm not 100% sure if that's the reason I've, why. I've, Maybe. Um, or is it just Japanese people? It's not real. Well, I'm just I, I feel like when they picked uh, it's Zoro, but I call him Zolo because I'm reading it. I think when they cast it, I think he's a Japanese person and it, and Zoro is kind of like a I, yeah, samurai I think, type. Yeah, that's his So to deal. me, I'm immediately, I'm fine with that pick. Yeah. Nami, I'm not trying to be racist, but when you look at the manga and how she's depicted in pictures in the front cover, she looks like a white girl. She looks European. So, yeah, European style white girl, and she has orange ass hair. So I was like, that's a good one. Yeah. And then Usopp, he has a huge nose in the in the in the thing, but I think they were like, okay, we can't do that in the show. Well, so, no, you'd have, that'd be a prosthetic. I know, but they're like, but we also want to have it multi race in a way. So they kind of went Asian, Indian. Yeah, okay. So then, yeah, Luffy was Brazilian, so it looked like they just mixed it up. And then Sanji was perfect in my eyes. He was, like, French. 
And he smokes a cig- okay. cigarette. He has the wee wee mustache. <laughs> and the guy that was casted for him has like an accent. Maybe it's not French, but I'm like, I'm listening to all of them. I'm like, all of these are hitting, yeah. actually. Like, I liked all the cast choices. I guess I think that's so. that's pretty cool. You know what I mean? But I thought the same thing in Cowboy Bebop because the guy that played Jet Black and all that literally sounded like him, did sure. a great job. Yeah. Like, I even like Spike, but that, I mean, I don't know. Maybe I was just a bad judge. I'm not saying that that's going to make it a good but it, series or whatever, but I think is that's based a cool... around the crew. Yeah. And if your crew doesn't have the chemistry and it doesn't work, immediately the show doesn't work. Oh, that's work. what happened with the Bebop live action, yes. right? It's based around the Bebop. Yeah, they took crew. out one important character called Ed. Yeah, or even if there's. I heard uh, either way, we're not here to bitch about <laughs> yeah, yeah, the yeah. Cowboy Bebop. I don't know. Um, is it? Do you know when it's supposed to be coming out? Is that end of soon? August? So by the okay. time we're at Holy the shit. end of August, oh, yeah, that's really soon. Uh, yeah, it's coming out right away, and I'm going to check out the first episode to get a kick. I'm not doing this to say, like, this is the come-all, be-all, real One Piece, all you One Piece fans. I will, just to make you mad. (laughs) (laughs) So, sorry, guys. But I am I am interested to see how well they do, and I tried to sneak it into my wife, like, hey, it's live action. Yeah. But. There you go. I don't think it will work, so. Well, it could, you know. But, uh, no, yeah, I just wanted to touch on that. That was basically, like, stuff going on the outside. I also am, uh. Finally becoming a PC user. That's pretty cool. You have purchased a gaming PC. You are epic gamer, hardcore. You have also purchased uh, a pallet of G Fuel <laughs> and as much Prime as you could buy from your local I now have a camera because I will be Twitch streaming. <laughs> so, Seriously, Twitch to stream, mi- though. That would make us some money. <laughs> <laughs> just put your name out, JD. Go with it. You know, just go with Sneak it. Sneak a phone into your job that's like, do not take fucking phones in here. Do not take pictures in here. Don't fucking do that. Yeah. You're like, what's up, guys? I'm here. Well, unbeknownst to Mr. Earthworm, he, uh, the kindness of his heart, bought a new PC system himself. He talked about that last episode. He's <laughs> like, you can have mine. And if you can't do all the podcast stuff on here, at least maybe you could check out some lower level games. It'd be something, you know. If you want to do it. And then immediately after one day of having it sit there, and just thinking about it, and then being like, I am now one step closer to playing Final Fantasy Online. All I need is a monitor, because you gave me everything else. And then I start looking at the specs of it. And we're we're not too far off, but you're like, yeah, man, and you're going to have to get a new power supply, you're yeah. going to have to get a new graphics card, I'm just seeing it pile up. You'd have to run it on chunky <laughs> mode if you wanted to run it with that piece. Yeah, I talked to my buddy Logan, he's like, yeah, that's going to run you about 600 for those two things for decent ones to play that game. So he's like, I'd just buy one that's around that price. And then we talked about 800. And, yep. you know, all the, I'm not going to bring up a whole bunch of price points. But yeah, unbeknownst to, to Earthworm, he got me to now be a PC user. I did it. I so, knew. I <laughs> goodbye, to... everybody. I will not probably be doing anything else for a long time. Uh, you called me that one day and you were like, hey, man, just I don't know. I'm looking and like, what do you think? <laughs> I, we hung up. I look at Kelly. I'm like, I have poisoned this poor man and I am sorry. Do you feel sorry? Kind of, yeah. Wow. I mean, may- maybe not, but it depends on how hard you go. Because even me, I just spent- you, you haven't seen me in my uh, WoW form in Bro, a long time. I just spent, I mean, that that the amount of time you're going to dedicate to an MMO aside, which will ruin your marriage. So, Well, you- no, if I play no other games, watch no other anime, <laughs> do not go outside, even though I'm just talking about going to the gym, I can do this. I'd critique you, but I'm already there. So yeah, you're like, already there. <laughs> <laughs> the Anime Brothers Podcast. We we like anime. We just don't watch. We'll just be new trash taste. But wait, Look, I'm popular. basically the next anime man. I've already watched enough. To, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but I think what I'm getting at is like, I bought a $1,500 PC, and even now I'm looking at it like, 
get a new graphics card. I oh mean, my god! I, you know there are upgrades. Oh, uh, you know I'm looking Just at. Don't use it for wrestling. The internet's the worst <laughs> fucking thing in the world because you're looking at you know I, I look at PC Reddit's and they're like, "What do you guys think about this build?" And it's got like a fucking Intel nine better oh, graphics card than I mine. Got eight. And they're like, "Yeah, I'd probably pay like twelve fifty for it." I'm like, "Oh man, I overpaid." So this is a That's big a, jump. That for looks me. like a better. I I don't know everything because there's a lot of bullshit to, to sift through but right and to, to me it's i'm like wow that looks like a better pc than mine <laughs> should have just gone on facebook marketplace i guess i should start using facebook again <laughs> uh i gotta ask do you use a uh antivirus thing or do you never really scroll on anything that you don't need no i not i know what unless it comes with my so because getting most games and all that stuff it's fine i try not to yeah. Oh, yeah. If you go through like Steam or any, you're gonna be fine, right? You're one hundred percent fine. I, and even I download like uh, official Nintendo DS is quote unquote that are definitely not emulators. I download those to my PC all, all the time. Okay. And I'm fine. You know, it's just be careful. Like you know, don't click on the fucking pop ups and stuff. If you can find an ad blocker, um, that'd probably be cool. You can probably use a better browser. I use Microsoft Edge because I'm an idiot. So if you download like Firefox or Google Chrome, I say I, I'm on Google Chrome now. I I like Google Chrome. Yeah, sure. That's gonna that might even have a built-in ad blocker. I don't fucking know. But anything, yeah, you know, I go on Pornhub on my phone, <laughs> and it's hard to hack Apple stuff from what I've been told. You can. So yeah, we're good there. You don't know how many virus screens. Yeah, they will not penetrate it's the forces fuck- of Apple. I mean, every now and then, I get the a little alert that's like your phone, your iPhone has been compromised, and I'm like, "Fuck you!" I just exit out of the window, and then it's like, "Okay, I guess <laughs> that's how you fix it." Fair, fair play. <laughs> um, no, so yeah, I'm a PC guy now, and the last thing I want to touch on. Uh, sorry to drag it. Out. I'm just no, I got fine. so much, and I'm excited. I, I only have like one thing I want to talk about, so go ahead. Oh, well, all right. Shit. <laughs> well, the thing is, is I'm really dabbling in both seasonals that are now starting in the summer as well as I've just... noticed the Crunchyroll has been piling up the queue. Yeah, there's quite a bit. So I want to go down the list of it. I've started Helsing Ultimate, which I touched on a little bit last episode. Okay, but I'm yeah, six yeah. episodes out of 10. They're 45 to 50 minute episodes. So it's a very different kind it's of It's essentially like a 20 episode. And here. it is done by Madhouse, yes. which back in 2006, seven, my God, they were ahead of their time. Madhouse. Fucking the two thousands in the ass. <laughs> uh, I'm four. No, I'm actually five. I gotta update that now. I'm five episodes into Jujutsu Kaisen season and uh, the second season. Seasons go so fast. I cannot believe we're five weeks into the new fucking season. We just finished our like discussions. Well, we're always we, we're, we're way late. late. We're, we're, we're picking them like and doing a whole episode on them. So anime brothers, we're bad at this. <laughs> Uh, I've now two episodes into Mashuko Tensei, Jobless Reincarnation Season 2. I just wanted to see the two episodes and see where we're at to get some on How's the animation? Just real quick. Like, is it good? Yeah, I think it's all right. It's totally studio buying, but I think because this didn't have as long as they got that first season. Six years, you're not going to recreate that. Nope. I could see it. They're doing the openings just like they did in the first season, though, and I appreciate that. But when I looked at it, I'm like, yeah, I can see it's a little bit. But like, if if you didn't get that ridiculous first season, you'd still be like, this is some of the best animation This would have been like, oh, it's studio map. It's so fucking good. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Good. Uh I am now three to four. I'm on the going on the fourth episode of a Roni Kenshin remake. Okay, that is just xing away all that filler shit in between. But at least the first four episodes, you have to do exactly how it went because you find all the characters he hangs. Yeah, up. yeah. But I'm like impressed with it. 
I will tell you that I really think you should check it out. You're going back through Dragon Ball, but this remake fixes kind of the issues we had with the old school one because sure. it dragged out. And I think even the the writing got better. Who's doing this one studio wise? Do you know? Um, I think it was the ones that did Comey Can't Communicate, but like, Linden Films. Oh, Who did Linden Films? Uh, no, that that I think that that might they did someone that I know we. Oh watched. no, that's Tokyo Avengers. They that's what they did. Leiden well, Films, I think. Yeah. Okay, I'm looking at them now. Now I know. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. Well, okay, that is Tokyo Avengers. I thought it was something. <laughs> oh, they did Berserk season two. Yeah. Oh, that makes me worried. Things are but rough, guess what? Man. They did uh, Kotaro Lives Alone. That's cool. So, Kotaro Lives Alone didn't look good, though. We admitted that. But I don't give a fuck. <laughs> it's a great show. <laughs> I'm going to give him props like, for doing it, though. It's like Vinland Saga, man. <laughs> yeah. But no, for some reason, for Linden Films, it looks pretty good in my eyes. Um, and then I started watching this show called Ten Goku Daimiko, um, which is basically about an apocalyptic world, kind of like Last of Us type of shit in anime. Okay. And it was out... Uh, last seasonal and it's doing really well so cool. let's check it out all right so i'm just i'm just dabbling all these things but that's all because i'm waiting for my computer i get that <laughs> yeah after that we're not doing, we're not doing a summer seasonal episode just no. don't expect that nope jd's gonna miss a lot of weeks of the podcast or he's gonna do them while playing final fantasy damn 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 <laughs> macro five macro five <laughs> i don't know what any of this means oh, i'm gonna hot cat oh fucking uh, he's excited i can tell Cool, cool. Yeah, no, I've uh, I've just been watching Dragon Ball, um, the horny show. Yeah, it's pre- it's pretty fucking horny, man. Like Master Roshi is really where the horny comes from. That's that's that. That's understandable. Yeah, no, he's like straight up, straight up trying to like as you know grope women. It boys going for it. I guess we'll say that much. Uh, but more so, I just wanted to point out that that Dragon Ball. This is just the biggest shit post of a series I think I've ever watched. It, it is it, guys. All right, so I'm in the first World Martial Arts Tournament. Okay, I just finished. Saw that it. on Crunchyroll. Yeah, yeah. Just at the end, uh, where Goku turns into a great ape, and Master Roshi kills him, quote unquote. I mean, as far as we know, in 1980, whatever, Goku's dead right now. Okay. So anyway. We have one fight where Krillin fights a stinky guy. Yeah, I remember. And he yeah, has no nose. Yeah, well, he gets his ass beat. Cause Krillin, you have no nose. Yeah, halfway through the fight, gets reminded he has no nose, pr- purely off of art style. This isn't like a, this is just a stupid, this is just a gag. Yeah. First, the first shit post that I'm going to bring up today. The next Krillin fight, him and Master Roshi, or Jackie Chun, excuse me. We still don't know exactly yeah, who Jackie, Jackie Chun is. I don't know who he is. He's definitely not Master Roshi, so don't think that. Him and Jackie Chun are fighting, and they do like one of those classic, like we're going to jump past each other and then land, and then like, oh, but we did eight moves in between. Yep. So the announcer guy who shouts out to him, always there. Always Just, good, Yeah, too, right? job security. Am I telling? Am I, am I right? Yeah. Same dude. So he asked, he's like, well, can you explain to us what happened? Mind you, the fight's still going, okay? And then Master Roshi and, and Krillin, in slow motion, recreate the the moves that they just did while giving commentary. And it's like, this, the the fight is still on. Nobody won. Yeah, yeah. This is but what they have you, to explain each they, bout. They, in the, in like the middle dark of... dark tournament of like, well, what happened here? Well, let me just break it down, but it's doing okay. it in a gag. Yeah, but I was going to say, at least the dark tournaments, like you got characters who aren't in the fight being like, oh my God, the they dragon of the it. darkness flame. Wow, I haven't seen this move since 1912. 
at least they're, they're not in the fight. These are the two motherfuckers in the fight that yes. are like, oh, yeah, well, and then I went, and then it's not just explaining, like, fighting moves. At some point, they were like, Master Are Roshi, you liking this or not? It's because... funny. It's fun. Okay. Uh, but it, it, I, I say this because anybody who's out there being like, Dragon Ball Z is, you know, such a, the, the, the Dragon Ball Z stands out there that believe it's like some of the tightest writing and that analyze it frame by frame. They haven't really watched I it. I need then. to remind everybody that this is where this show started. Uh, this, the, this shit post. How did we get from there? To, then you go at Dragon Ball Super, and it's like gods, and it's like, how did we get here? And even, uh, but I appreciate Dragon Ball Super to the extent that it's it's Toriyama's going back to, to or for what, however much say Toriyama actually has over Dragon Ball now. Right, uh, he's going back to his shit posty ways. Yeah, it's still yeah, we're fighting gods in this universe, and somebody might get deleted. But look at who the deleter is. It's this fucking little goofball, <laughs> stupid little alien guy. Like that. Come on, man. So. Dragon Ball's a shit post, and it always has been, and don't take it too seriously. But you're having a good time. I'm having a great time. Yeah. It's so much fun. Goku being a little numb nuts, uh, dumbass farm. He's he's a mountain boy, dude. He has no idea about anything. Our little farm boy. It's great. It's like when Thor comes down. I think I mentioned this the last time I talked about Dragon Ball, but like the first Thor movie where he's like, get me a horse or whatever. Yeah. He has I need no a horse. Head. He doesn't know. Yeah. He's stupid because he's not from this culture. Goku is genuinely just a little idiot running around. Yeah, he was and it's great. He was meant to destroy the whole place. Yeah, surprisingly enough. Who knew? So that's that's Dragon Ball, the, the horny shitpost of the 1980s that we all remember as probably more serious than that. All right. Well, holy shit, we have a lot of anime updates. It's kind of ridiculous. But um, I think it's time we get to the main event, uh, the movie that you know pretty much gets the uh, season two juices flowing for like, damn, what's going to happen next? Because this is kind of a prequel. So let's get to Jujutsu Kaisen Zero. It is time for Jujutsu Kaisen Zero. Spoilers ahead for everything that we talk about here. Um, Jujutsu Kaisen Zero, Jujutsu Kaisen first season. Uh, and you... I'll, I'll touch on how it connects to season two, but you haven't watched anything from season yeah, two so, yet. Yeah, but... so well, light, light spo- season two yeah, spoilers. Yeah, light spoilers. I'm not going to really. But definitely, we're, we're going to be talking about goddamn Jujutsu Kaisen. Right, what, what do you expect? What do you come here for? So <laughs> We're going to do that now. So we got a three synopsis. I'm just probably going to do the first one. Um, but uh, maybe I'll add two. We'll see. Either way. Um, here we go. Violent misfortunes frequently occur around a 16-year-old Yuta Akotsuki, or Akotsu. A timid victim of high school bullying, Yuta is saddled with a monstrous curse, a power that dishes out brutal revenge against his bullies, Rika. Yuta's curse is a shadow from his tragic childhood and potentially a lethal threat to anyone who dares to wrong him. And Yuta's unique situation catches the attention of Satoru Gojo, a powerful sorcerer who teaches at Tokyo Jutsu High. Gojo sees immense potential in Yuta, and he hopes to help the boy channel his deadly burden into a force of good. Yet Yuta struggles to find his place among his talented classmates. 
All which right. happened to be the first years, which weren't first years by the time we started season one, which is Toge, uh, Maki, and Panda. Panda. Just Panda. Just Fucking Panda. Panda. <laughs> what are you doing here? I'm not going to lie. Panda was amazing for me just because th- it's kind of like a joke that we all know. Like, oh my God, is that a Panda? Yeah. And then like Gojo introducing Panda is like, and this is Panda. Ah, well, that's about it. And it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. We're just going to skip past that. Jujutsu Kaisen is not past a shit poster, too. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's exactly. learned well. No, it's learned from its forefathers. Yes. So uh, I want to talk about real quick the something that Jujutsu Kaisen does well, but kind of the state of overall shonen in general, like Shonen Jump, maybe. I'm loving all the horror inspiration that has been injected into these battle shonens. Well, you got to remember, yeah, curse stuff. They got to make it like the, yeah. the grotesque creatures and imagery is pretty like, it's holy really shit. It's really cool. And I can't really pin down what kind of art style it comes from, but it's it's so almost mundane. It's that much more scary. Like the when they were in the abandoned shopping mall yeah. and the weird the like fish. meditating nose fell out. Oh, yeah. Zoom. Yeah. What the fuck was that, dude? Like, oh, that's dude, those were some. Fuck. And the fact that he just drops in there and he doesn't move from yeah. his spot. That's like, yeah. yeah. He's just chilling there. So. Uh, not just Jujutsu Kaisen, but we have Chainsaw Man as well, playing off of. Uh, maybe I mean they're both playing off of body horror. They're just doing it. Look at a, Rika. Yeah, I love. <laughs> we're gonna talk. I love oh, Rika. I I'm fucking. Gonna... I'm very upset that we're not gonna have Rika. Like, just I wish she was a big player throughout Jujutsu Kaisen. Her her design was so fucking cool. Hmm. But I'm loving all this horror inspiration that's getting like peppered in with this badass fight. I just think it's cool as someone who's developed a love for horror recently, especially horror imagery, having like, you know, some guy that turned into a chainsaw cut open an eldritch demon. And then same thing with Jujutsu Kaisen, you know, all these crazy ass looking like monsters. Like when Rika is going ham on one of those fucking curses and yeah. she's literally just ripping it to shreds and the like blood is oozing everywhere. That's that's fucking dark imagery, man. It's like fucking cool. Yeah, I like it. That's like, what I'm Freak's saying. Freak's design is terrifying. Like, that's some Junji Ito shit. I'm so shit, pretty. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, you are. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just, I'm digging whatever's going on with Shonen Jump because on one hand, you got this this body horror, disgusting devil imagery, and then we have Spy Family. And then we have Chainsaw Man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, we have two camps here. Super wholesome, super deadly. Um, also done by Studio Mappa. We've been on the Mappa train Mappa re- recently. Train. Yeah. Uh, but the, we the, can obviously see in a movie form, budget wise, it does pretty damn well. Yeah. And this wasn't a season where they had 17 anime coming out. Like this is, this movie was released a year. 2021 of December 24th. Oh, so literally almost Christmas day. So a year and a half ago. Yep. It's been a while. Oh, that makes more sense to why like the final confrontation happened December 21st. 24th oh they had it actually go on at the same day oh that's cool did you not remember that no i just when didn't Gato, uh, I, I knew yeah. i just didn't yeah. make the connection until you literally yeah, just yeah, yeah, yeah you're right it's with the first day of the screening yeah that's cool i appreciate that um so uh we usually go into this basically for like one of us or like how did we think about it going into it like the hype or did you go in blind like what was your overall first thoughts going to be about this you thought I I thought it was just going to be a Jujutsu Kaisen movie. You know, I you really, said that you were surprised by it. So. Yeah, it's one of those things that I I didn't dislike watching, and I would have watched even if we weren't going to review it, just to fill in what happened between season one and two. Were you going to if I didn't tell you to? Probably just to because we had been talking about it for a while, and I felt like I had to 
may like, all right, let's do this finally. Well, so. from what I had heard about season two is it kind of picks up yeah. where the movie leaves off. So after starting there and being like, what the fuck is going on? I probably would have been. But no, I had really no desire to watch it. You know, Jujutsu, yeah. I like Jujutsu Kaisen. I think it's a really great series, but it's not something that keeps caught beckoning me to come back you know it's not one of my jojo's bizarre adventures or yeah or something where as soon as a new season drops i'm there i got the popcorn i don't even like popcorn but i'll eat it just to watch a show uh-huh. so i was expecting just some jujutsu kaisen like you know maybe an equivalent to like the demon slayer mugen train where it's like it was fine you know it was cool but you could have just seriesed it and that would have been fine too pleasantly surprised though yeah yeah Pleasantly surprised. I, I still think you you could have made it part of a series. I don't necessarily think it needed to be a movie, but I don't hate that it's a movie. I don't. Think I have it, arguments to that, and you know we'll get. to You it, definitely obviously. get higher production value because it was a theatrical release. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. And I don't think I, I can't necessarily say that there's specific things that I think it would do better if it was a series. And I get it. You know, you throw it out as a movie, you make a bunch of money. Like, it was definitely something that they chose to movie. Well, they knew it was going to take cash. a while to make season two, I feel like, because they were they, they were stretched thing. And I think maybe they thought maybe doing a little movie to build up the hype or keep it there, but not have to invest in a whole three, four month process. Yeah. I don't know. But how about you? You were you hype? Obviously, you hadn't watched it up until this point. So nope. was that a purposeful thing? Were you waiting until season two? To I wanted do the to marathon? get it closer to season two okay. because there's a lot of times where I feel like my takes, even your takes, I feel like for us, if we're not getting it back to back, fresh in our minds, sometimes kind of like when you said Vinland Saga, you didn't like stopping at 12 because you just wanted to keep going. Yeah. But imagine if you watch this movie, you're like, all right, I'm ready. And now you wait two years because that's essentially what happened. Yeah. That's where it's like I'm starting to realize that when people like rewatch things right before the new season drops to get reminded how it goes, I really believe that because you watch so much and you have to try to remember like right where you left off. It's very hard to do. So, yeah, uh, I waited. And to be honest, from a lot of people, obviously, we got some people that love Jujutsu Kaisen stuff. We also have people from like Anime Summit, Som. You know, she read. she's a manga reader. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she was talking about Jujutsu. it a hundred percent. So I have a lot of people around me that love this shit. Yeah. No, shouts out to Sam. She was talking about Jujutsu Kaisen a, a year before the anime came out. Oh, absolutely. Well, I mean, I I believe any Jujutsu Kaisen, uh, Kaisen like manga reader was probably trying to preach to people. No, it's really good. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure they'll make an anime. Out of yeah, it. Yeah, and then yeah. guess what? Now it is. And it's Here one of the it is. And it's really good. Yeah, so, I get it. It makes sense. And I'm in front of a kind of more jujitsu kaisen talk the power system gets more intricate as we go along yeah and that's why i like this movie because i haven't watched since season one yeah and even i still don't fully understand cursed energy Not a and shit clue. you know eat a dare being able to use his fists that are reverse curses in the first season you're like what do you mean <laughs> what and now you kind of get to start anew again with utah so my thing about it was is that i thought this was going to be all about gojo from what I heard, like I thought, you, it, was I thought a, it was gonna lead to his past and then yeah. why Gato and him kinda have this beef. And then it turns out it's there in the background, but it wasn't way, way back in the day when they were younger, like they were first years. Yeah. That starts in season two. That's what I was expecting. Uh, and from, me too. From and, what I had picked up, I thought Yuta was like Gojo's high school friends yeah, type that's deal. That's what I thought. I thought they were gonna be friends that work together. It I was just straight up another mentorship. And I again I thought it was a Yeah, four ten, or five years before Itadori? Not really that long at all. You know yeah. what I mean? I wouldn't even say that long because it, uh, it does say that though, because oh, it really? said the time in between incidents. It gets to seven years since his first incident or so. Ah, 
I'd have to go back through. It, but I, I know it was a long. I was just going off the school years because the, the the group is first. Oh, years. just the school. Yeah, they were only together in the school year for like two years. Yeah, but I think before Itadori was there, like there were like Utah is like I think four or five years older than Itadori. That sure at this point. Yeah, Whatever yeah. it doesn't. I yeah. it, it wasn't what we were expecting. It, it was not at all. So, uh, both to say, but I was I thoroughly enjoyed it, and it was everything I thought, and actually more. Yep. Me, yep, so. I can agree with that. So I guess we can get right into this. Sure. There's nothing to go off of. Yeah, we'll just uh, we'll ham dog this hole. <laughs> I don't feel right about I, saying I that. I don't think that was the best choice I don't of know words. that that's what I meant to say, but here we are. I'm about to corn this hole. That's yeah. what you should have said. I'm, just, you, I'm, you, I'm really just going for it. The filter is gone today. Here we go. Anime Brothers Before Dark, before, where we don't cuss. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. The, uh, the four kids. Well, that's just flipping unbelievable. Gosh, Gosh darn, darn it. it. <laughs> Shut up. Shut the <laughs> fuck up. Okay. So let's start off with Utah. Pretty much the focal point of this whole show. Uh, pretty much the whole purpose of Rika being alive, uh, who is basically his ex best childhood friend his that, childhood lover not lover but they were like young it's very interest. innocent when you're 14 or something like that it's probably very hard to say yeah we're gonna get married and you're actually gonna go through with it by the time you're of age but it was so adorable and wholesome it's basically his childhood friend that they were gonna be together forever yeah and she unfortunately dies too early she got isekai <laughs> she got isekai to another place and her body left a residual effect of cursing Utah, or at least how the opening of the movie goes is that you know we're told that she cursed she cursed Utah. him and that's what drew gojo's attention because he's already been looking into how is someone that has no background of sorcerers is able to become the most powerful yeah um, and she she starts murdering Utah's bullies which is weird that he continued to have bullies yeah like th- what why th- would you continue to pick on that kid? I think he didn't have any gravely injured, as they call it, which means dead. I think he never had anyone die in his incidents until then, so that's when it got I the attention hope of the so. Either that yeah. or those are the bravest bullies I've ever seen. Hey, that kid who kills people. No, because people. he obviously said that he he was beating him before. Yeah. So, and we kind of learned, well, we're getting ahead, but in the film, that he kind of can't decide when Rika comes out. Yeah. So... It's a whole thing. But either way, Utah, I will say, is a character that I wholeheartedly, maybe because I like it when characters go from the timid, I can't speak up and all that, to like actually having a voice. And because it's in movie form, it happens in a very... It's quick. Slowly progressive, like not taking its time because you don't have time to make four episodes or five episodes of him progressing through training. No, actually you do. That's about four or five episodes worth of movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I get what you mean. But Utah didn't do it as much. Uh, because no, it, it, was, it, it, it was all about him. It was a quick progression. It but was... through him, you got to get to finally see these uh, first years that we knew in the first season, but we didn't get a whole lot of. We got a little bit of Panda, but we never really got to see Toge and Maki. We got a little bit too, but it's like you get to see more of them. You get to spend more time with them. We kind of learned the same things that we did. We learned what, uh, you know... Maki can't see cursed energy without the glasses. Panda. We didn't learn about Panda, but we saw him turn into the fucking gorilla. So it's like, oh, there's yeah. That's what I mean. Panda wasn't explained, but what I want to like really go on is that you just said about Maki. Yeah. Though we kind of knew about her being like, you know, the Zenin clan called her a failure and all that stuff. It's like her connection with Utah and being able to confess it. I think that's almost like her first person next to Panda and Toge that she's confessed that to. Yeah. And. You always see a hard exterior, and I felt like that was like the Sundere finally, like he was breaking down the walls when Utah is telling her, like, 
whatever you want to do, I'll be there for. So I felt like those little things, it's kind of, you need more time with these characters because if you want to like the characters, you can't just gloss over them and say they fight. That's what they do. You got to yeah. give them something, a little bit of... I would definitely help to spend more time with them, you yeah. know? Again, it, it's not that we really learned a whole bunch new about them, especially not their powers, but mm-hmm. we, we got to see how, like with Maki, we got to see more about how her past and her, her, her baggage affects her. Yeah. It wasn't just, this is my bullshit it was this is my bullshit and this is how i live my life with that bullshit because you can say things all the time you know you can tell people you have a tragic backstory but if you're just walking around being a chipper feller it's like i don't know man you're you sure your parents got murdered in front of you and you're just like well golly mister of course they did <laughs> <laughs> yeah but i guess it just all extends from utah being the centerfold for uh he's kind of just that person that can be like itadori and it's another teaching moment, like I said, and I yeah. got to just learn a little bit more through him. Uh, and uh, I just enjoyed Utah's character. I actually found him to be quite fascinating, especially by the end of the show and all the choices he made. I think he was a really cool character, and I'm super. Uh, we'll get more into it, obviously. I'm super interested to see like where he plays into the series because if you've watched season one, you probably have. If you're still here. He ain't he's not around. He's not talked about. Panda um, mentions him once. Okay. And fair. that's because when he's fighting and it's doing his little backstory in season one, he says he uses cursed energy a lot like, and then it flashes uh, Utah sitting there holding his sword. Yeah. And that's it. No context, no nothing. Almost like they're like, yeah, we plan on doing the movie before the first season, but they didn't. Yeah. Because it's like, who the fuck is that? And that's probably, you know, like, oh, exactly. Who the fuck was that? And then yeah. you see him in the movie and you're like, oh, it's the guy. But he's not in first season. So you immediately think, oh, he's going to die or something. Because why the fuck wouldn't he be around? That's no one the, talked about that's him. That's the thought. But I mean, yeah. spoiler alert, he's not dead at the end of yeah. the movie. And it actually caught me off guard, which like we say, if you can do So there's got to you know? be something else going on. And it's definitely piquing my interest. I thought Yuta was a fine character, though. I might even like him more than Itadori, and that's not saying anything. I didn't want to like get people upset, and also I didn't get a whole much time with him because essentially he was only in movie form, and you know they had to condense a lot of his stuff. But yeah, I started liking him more than Itadori because though I love Itadori for being the jokester and having fun, seeing how much Utah grew in like two years training-wise, yeah. emotionally-wise, with basically Rika. And like coming to the realization of like what he did and fixing his wrongs. That boy went through a whole fucking growth in two, three years and then gets shipped off and is able to pretty much keep himself protected in another jujitsu high school. And it's like, this boy's just living the life now. <laughs> so getting that quick and all that stuff, it's kind of like, I like it. I, yeah. li- I like seeing that. Need a door, it's just slow pacing. Now, I wouldn't mind seeing like Yuta um, come back and in into the series as like I don't know, hypothetically let's say he's been like kidnapped or something by by a douchebag gato uh, yeah gato i always want to call him gota and that's you not can right. if you want but it's, it's not right it's it's just incorrect uh so gato uh, he might have been captured by him and then he comes back he gets like freed now he's just this hardened badass you know what i mean mm-hmm. like not not an edgy douchebag so to speak but you can tell like he's he's grizzled now He's he's more like yeah, I kind of like to see him because he's he's now I think graduated or he's not a third year or whatever I think well, he's where gra- the like fuck be the mentor he? yeah, yeah. Uh, we gotta find he's got to be somewhere you know maybe maybe he is off doing just fighting demons somewhere else yeah but I I don't know is he gonna come he back he was in as, Africa so well okay in that ending thirty second scene that was he was at- with Miguel in Kenya yeah. oh yeah. oh okay. Cool. So why is he in Africa? Yeah, I have no <laughs> idea what any of this means. <laughs> yeah. What is when did yeah, when did that scene happen? Who knows? 
So yeah, sorry for the jump on all the way for yeah, but Utah all around I think was a very good choice for a character. Um, like I said, I thought it was going to be all about Gojo. So when I first saw it, I'm like, oh, so we're following a case about this kid. And then you basically follow the kid going through all these like missions with uh, Maki and yeah. Toge and stuff like that. And learning about curses and how, you know, weak ones group together and all these little things, stuff like that. Some people can't, you know, be resistant to curse energy like Maki. He learns so much. And then he finally gets to summon Rika for once when he finally does a commitment by putting on the ring that he had around his neck, uh, pretty much making their connection and their bond even more close through marriage, essentially. And uh, watching Rika just destroy a fucking, like, huge-ass curse. I think it was, like, grade two or one. I don't remember, but Maki couldn't be able to take it out. And seeing Rika just rip it apart. It's fucking cool. (sighs) I want to say Utah is linked with Rika, but Rika, can we say, is pretty much the best. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Again, In the short time that we have her. Super bummed that she doesn't end up becoming a, a just huge. I wanted her to be the goddamn focal point. I thought she was so cool. Yeah. Just this overpowered Eldridge abomination of a friend. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, none of this would really have any point or would be like oh this is just a slice of life of watching Utah progress through training so we got to add something here and there's an antagonist that's been around since the first season but we didn't know when the whole uh fights and discourse between Gojo and his buddy Gato were happening and I didn't even know they were buddies until now genuinely like I don't think that was really a very good job keeping that quiet it wasn't explored but from the first season you could you could tell that Gato knew a lot about Gojo and Gojo knew about Gato and they just had this silent like kind of like thing between each other without speaking (laughs) yeah with Gato I I'm not I wasn't surprised to have him be a former jujitsu uh practitioner academy guy I I thought all right, yeah, he went to school with Gojo. They might know each other. I didn't realize, Go, you know, Gojo even says later on, he was my only friend. It's like, yeah. oh. That's damn. Oh, that's And then after watching season two, deeper. it's like, damn, Gojo, there was another person that, that was your friend. How do you, how You'd dare think. you? You'd <laughs> think. Uh, but then, you, you know, I thought it was going to be much more of a Jiraiah? Jiraiah? Jiraiah, yeah. Yeah, his relationship with Orochimaru, where it's like, we were homies, but... Now we're not. Yeah, like you, you, we just ain't anymore, you know? It's just you're evil and it's simple as that. But Gojo really fucking cares for this guy. Yeah, and I'll I'll say that uh, Utah was the good pick, so I already gave a plus. I loved Rika. It was a plus. The the It just kept giving me pluses. The next thing was this outworldly, like, outside the, the boundaries of, like, killing people between Gato and Gojo. Uh, this like silent agreement where where they're both at odds and they're going to see which one of their ways wins, but they're going to do it using their own students, but they're never going to kill the students. Yeah. It's like this weird kind of connection. Now you didn't probably get that till the end, but like Gato personally, he didn't 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 try to kill kill anybody. I didn't think of that so much as like a, in agreement, I just thought of that as them. Well, they, Gojo just said, I just knew that I, if you yeah. were yourself, you were not going to harm Jujutsu High students and or like kill them. That's what I, 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 that's kind of how I thought about it more is just Gojo knew this guy so well that he wasn't worried about his students dying so yeah. much. Well, I, I, I'm ready to talk about it, but I can go on a whole bunch of theories that I think Gojo uh, is doing with Gato is he's going to form an uprising. 
Interesting. This is all me. This is no you think, spoilers. You think this Gojo's is actually on team? The jujitsu practitioners need to rule the world, and everybody else. He needs doesn't to think die? that, but he knows the people that are heads of jujitsu society. The, those They're ones shitholes. that are yeah. all in their their whatever like the room. The sile of jujitsu. <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically the organization that's like the shadow organization that's above everyone's. Somehow Gojo listens to but is probably more powerful than because he threatens he them all the time saying that but i don't now he doesn't do it i don't know this is true but also you haven't watched season two but if you watch season two yeah which takes place with gojo and gato and anyone that's watching it right now will understand after certain events that happen in the first four episodes and things that are mentioned i have a deep idea that gojo isn't past going against the law if the law is not doing things like a captain america like if we have to finally yeah. take it in our own hands we're going to but do you really think that he's going to team up with with gato or do you think he's going to be like a rogue third party i think he's actually going to do something with gato and he's almost gonna make it so possible that he's pretty much going to prove to gato that he can make sure that nobody has to die interesting because you know how gato wants to just kill all non-sorcerers yeah i'm just i'm wondering how that would will align with gato because at the end when though. uh you know uh he's almost on death's door and you think gojo's gonna finish off gato he's like whispering something or telling him something and gato is so shocked by it and then it just cuts and you obviously know he ain't dead yeah he's in the first season so yeah, he yeah, let yeah. him go yes why would you let him go yeah it's your friend but you said something to him that got gato by surprise and, I, and like I'm saying, they're still playing chess. The reason why he's, he's, Gato is still trying to go after Gojo is that they're both going to play their their game. And they're going to see who comes out. He's like, you do it your way, and I'm going to do it how I see myself can do it. You know, And I feel like if it plays out like that, it's a chess match that's going on the whole time, I'm going to love this show wholeheartedly because it's like great idea. Yeah, I get that. It's I can't right. come into comprehension on like how in-depth it could be. I just know Gojo is up to something. Yeah. Yeah, he definitely, he's he's got that mystery behind him. Yeah. He keeps talking shit in season one about the... Uh, I'm probably just building up hype for myself to be disappointed, but... I don't know. I think it's more likely that Gojo becomes that that third party, you know, that that he's not aligned with anybody type deal. Yeah. But, but he definitely he le- did If say he leaves Jiu-Jitsu high, he can't take care of his students, which he cares about. You know He'd what I'm trying to say? He'd have to take them with him. It would have to Exactly. Be- so what are you going to do, Charles Xavier, or make your own, like... <laughs> you know school for the, the the gifted like yes he's gonna start the yeah. x-men so there's gonna be three parties now it's the gato society of we hate monkeys and then we're gonna have basically jitsu high where it's like you know aryan brotherhood or something it's and just like the perfect ones it's gojo's club for cool dudes and hot bitches <laughs> <laughs> i don't know but I just found Gojo and um, Gato very interesting because it built up my hype to like how season two was going to go. Like, what 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 happened between these two? And in the midst of all that, yeah, Gato is the antagonist of the show, and he's trying to take Rika from Utah. Yeah, essentially, like he's trying that. to work with him at first. Like, he's friendly to him, and he was glad to meet Utah, and he was trying to recruit him. He probably would have killed him anyway. Maybe I see him not killing him if he's like if they work with each other. There's nothing to show. That Gato just needly kills someone unless he needs them for their whatever fucking curse. I just I figured because it was, you know, she would have been such an important piece to Gato's puzzle that he wouldn't have taken the risk of having to convince Yuta. I, I think, don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's it was hard just, to understand Gato to some outsiders. He's definitely, he, 
It just seems like you're like, no, he'd just kill him. It's like, I think there's more to Gato than just killing people. He kills non-sorcerers, but he does not kill sorcerers. True. Like, but, all the guards in the facility were not sorcerers. That's why he killed them. I, I get that. I guess I just think because it would allow him Rika. No, I know what you're that saying. That he'd be willing to go to go past that rather yeah. than taking the chance of having to control Yuta. It, unless you, you, know, you could be right, yeah. Unless Yuta was, like, head over heels for this guy immediately. If there was any chance that Yuta might change sides, I think it wouldn't have been that big a deal for Gato to be like, all right, gotta kill you. But I know that's because Rika was an absolute phenom, you know, a force of her power was nature, unlimited, basically, pretty much, and that's a big reason why I'm bummed she's not around anymore because she, of her oh, but taking <laughs> oh, taking yeah, I was gonna say taking from some of the things you always get angry about in other shows is that if you already start putting the power scaling so high and you add opness right away, Gojo already is op. Yeah, so you're gonna add more. You'd be like, yeah, it's causing a wrinkle in this whole power system. So taking it away. What I liked about her know, though is that it was. Through love. It was risky, is what oh. I liked about Rika, is that every time she was used, at least in the movie, uh, up until the end, there was always the chance that she could go rogue. And That's why he start... had to control it over time, and this, yeah. he hadn't fully controlled it, and he just made a vow by the end of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so I liked the, the fact that it was, yeah, it's this mega powerful uh, fucking demon, or curse energy, or curse spirit, or whatever, but if I lose control of it. Literally, we're all gonna die. Die. Gojo doesn't even sound. Gojo con- said, "We're all gonna die trying to protect exactly. it." Exactly. And then he like, doesn't talk like that. That's not Gojo. No, talk. Devin's like, "Is he? Do you really think you wouldn't be able to take Rika?" I'm like, "Well, if the boy's saying he'll die trying, it means he'll either die or he'll do it." <laughs> yeah, it's like there's a chance that he'll die, which is weird for Gojo. You know, yeah. that's not normal for. But him. he also did say, if we fight against the organization, because you know Yuto is gonna be executed before the end of this. Yeah. He's like, and he's like, and if you don't succeed and let Rika, we're both. Dead as a door now. Yeah. And it's like basically is like I does think he that, need... I think that's a manipulation tactic. I thought so too, but is like, is he scared of those people? Or I... is it more of like he's letting Yuta know so he won't let Rika out? Unless he gets that much stronger in the time between the movie and the when the series starts, which isn't well, an the impossibility. Series starts back even further, so he definitely hasn't mastered all his shit. No, no I'm saying the, the oh, season, season two. One. Oh, season one. Season one. Like so it yeah. goes like the start of season two, canonically, start of season two, movie, and then season one. Yeah, it's kind so of So in the time between the movie and season one, he could have potentially upped his power after seeing the you know, the war on the horizon and being like, Well, at this point these people can kill me, but give me four years and then nobody can kill me ever. <laughs> I'm Gojo. Fuck you. I can I'm con- Gojo, I do what I want. I can control gravity. I literally am a black hole. Yeah. Oh. God. Yeah, it's wild. So, yeah, um, I'm trying to talk about Gojo and Gato, and then we talk about Rika again. There's just so much. So I got I got something I want to say about Gato, uh, just to just to get my my thoughts out of the way. Okay. So, and I'm not. I don't want this to sound like I think any of his characterization or anything that I saw about him was bad. It is the unfortunate event, though, where when the mystery gets unveiled, sometimes it is less cool than it potentially could have been. For you, And yeah. I would have liked to draw this out a little bit longer. I really liked him being the mystery shadowy figure in the behind the scenes of season one, where he's in everything. You know he's behind every single attack, but you don't know why. And now we kind of know why, and I don't think it's a bad payoff. I just wish we would have gotten 
a longer like build up to who the fuck is this guy? He's driving me crazy. Yeah. I like that stuff though. I like that drawn out slow burn mystery. So that's just a personal thing. I'm a little bummed we didn't get to continue it. What I, I liked about it though is like when Gojo's explaining that he is one of four curse users that is uh, banished from that Jujutsu is cool. High. Yep. So without knowing, you already have put out there that there are three more technically. And I guess like, and you don't know who they are. So it's like Gato's important, but he ain't the come all be all. Probably Gojo not. could beat him at any point. But it's his friend, so he doesn't do it. And that's maybe another know? bummer too, is because up until this point, I thought maybe he could go toe-to-toe with Gojo. Like, there was a lot of... But there's something nice about knowing that, like, he's a villain, and yet Gojo doesn't want to beat him because we're all human. It's like, are you really going to kill your best friend just because he's got some different views? It's not the story that Jujutsu Kaisen is trying to tell. It's not trying to tell this slow burn mystery uh, of world building, which is fine. I'm just a slut for that stuff. Yeah. So it's okay. Just figured I'd put that out there that I I missed the mystery. Still a cool character, but... Yeah, now we know. For me, it made me get more. I'm not saying he's the the nicest guy or like, oh, I love this character and his ideology is amazing. It's interesting. But what I'll say is I find him to be quite endearing okay. in moments yeah, when he's with his own he students. Is. And like his students are saying, like, oh my God, the shop's gonna close. And he's like, Oh, is it that time already? Yeah. And he's like, Well, you know how women get. I gotta go. Go. It's just he's a very um, I don't know, respectful. To his own kind type yeah. of person, and immediately the switch comes on when someone like Maki talks to him, yeah. and he looks right at them, and that tone change and the directness, and then right back to you know Yuta gets upset at him talking to his friend like that. He's like, "Oh, I didn't mean to offend your friends." So, I just find characters that can have that darkness, but also act light. Not everyone can be the Dio yeah. where they speak in one tone, and you're like, "Dude, just just keep talking." <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I like seeing a little bit of that give and take that he has and seeing him all of a sudden taking pictures with his assistant yeah. and he's having a little fun. It's like, I like seeing that humility and sure. But then you see him when he's like a horrible person and it's like, man, you're really racist. He's spraying himself with cologne saying I'm getting rid of the monkey <laughs> smell. It's like, buddy, you can't do that. Oh man. This guy loves eugenics. Just big <laughs> eugenics guy. Eugenics. We're gonna, <laughs> we're Total gonna, T. We're going to weed him out, baby. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, yeah, I find it fascinating with that with his character, and um, no, he is cool because they're they're really threading the needle with him. Because like you said, he's he's got a lot of different sides to him. He's not a lot of times with characters, you know, you either have to be this kind of really nice bad guy who only kills when necessary, or the guy with the evil plot the whole time, yeah. just going and they'll never stop me. You have yeah. to be kind of one or the other. But this man is capable of love. He has shown that he is capable of love and all these human he emotions. He saved his own students, yeah. But he's got a he's got a very uh, refined ideology, yeah, and it comes out in interesting ways. So yeah, that that can often turn into. Oh man, this character is just all over the place. I don't know what the fuck his deal is because he, but it's not with with uh, Geta. He's he's an interesting guy, and you're kind of wondering. He, he what... declares a fourth ninja war essentially, or a <laughs> war does. against the Jujutsu High, and it's already better than the fourth ninja war at Naruto. That's two because war... it's concise. That is two wars of recent memory in the podcast that are better than the fourth great ninja war. Isn't that crazy? I guess it's some not say that it hard. killed the franchise. I made it through it, but yeah, whatever. Um. No, uh, when it comes to Gato and him calling the war, I I really enjoyed it because then right after that, it like just cuts to December twenty fourth, the day of the invasion. So it's like once again, I like the movie form because we don't have to wait, we don't have to do more training. Yeah. 
It's just, just let's let's get to it. I'm already in, baby. I thought the war was coming in like season two. I thought that was a. <laughs> I thought he still hadn't done it yet. Yeah, and then so he launches this all out attacks. You got people like Nanami returning that they have to defend the city against all these curses that he's collected, which is almost like six thousand. Because by the end of the movie, you find out he still had four thousand. Yeah, that's and a lot. he used a bunch of curses to attack. Uh, what was it? Uh, Kyoto. I forgot yeah, which city. Shinjuku and Kyoto. Yeah, he was attacking multiple places in Japan. But uh, yeah, so a big battle ensues, and that was all great. Fucking watching Gojo beat the shit out of Miguel. And <laughs> you knew the whole time, once again, he could kill all these students, but he wasn't. So right there, I could already tell that there was something between him and Gojo because he wouldn't hurt even his own students. Sure. I, I don't know. I felt there's some respect in that. A lot of the Jujutsu High people died, though. Like, Gota, Gata might not have killed them, but the his, curses, his curses definitely murdered, yes. like, a fuck ton of people. Yes, a fuck ton and of people. And that's where it, you, like you said, it's not an ideology that you subscribe to. It's interesting to look at because he's he's ignoring all of the oh, people yeah. that he fucking murdered but because it wasn't by his hands. But he watches as Toge and Panda show up to try to help, you know, Utah and Maki breaking through the barrier. Yeah. Get, you know, teleported there from Gojo. And he's like, beat them all to a pulp and he's crying. He's like, I this is what I love. Sorcerers protecting sorcerers for the betterment and all that. Like, he has this prophecy type of like moment. And it's like, dude, this guy's fucking mad. <laughs> but it's like, holy shit, he wholeheartedly believes this. And yeah. I don't know, it just makes him... So it's like, the more I knew about him, the more I liked him. I didn't want the mystery. I'm like, this guy is unique. And when he's talking to these guys, he's like teaching. Like, he kicks Pan in the face. He's like, focus. Like, he's trying to teach the kids while he's kicking their ass. True. So he still has the 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 mentor mentality. I don't know. It's just, what the fuck? <laughs> it's like Askeladd kicking the shit out of Thorfinn. Yeah, I guess that's a good that's a good analogy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we're getting to the end point here where, obviously, uh, Gato comes up with the idea. I need to use Rika because Utah won't join me, and I need, you know, Rika to pretty much even be able to stop maybe Gojo, like yeah. you said. And Utah has to finally the moment where he's like, I'm the only one that can do this and I'm going to make sure he doesn't succeed. And the eyes and the the determination in this boy's eyes and saying, Rika, you know, help me. And uh, yeah, all I can say is like five whole hard minutes of me just jizzing my pants (laughs) from the animation to the emotions of basically them having a battle of ideology of like, you know, you sound like a prophet. And he's like, you're missing the point. And then explaining how, why do we have to like, you know, protect the weak that literally don't even respect us. We give our lives every day because, you know, he had lost people through the time. And they're just battling it out. And then when they quickly realize it and like even Gato is like, are we done, you know, going back and forth with this? And then it just was happened to be just action. Yeah. And it's just them trying to pretty much take each other out. I a 10 out of 10. Yeah. 10 out of yeah, 10 was, shit for me. I don't know. That was good shit. Because I don't was... mind. You know, we like it when people talk to each other in between conflicts, trying to work it out, or they're trying to see each other, play out, feel each other out. But I don't like it nonstop. I don't want the all the JoJo's talk of what I just did and all this stuff and how cool I was. Sometimes, but not always. And this was more of just like in your face. Once we're done talking, there's no more talking. I, I really, what talking there was, I like the character moments between uh, Yuta and Rika. There was, oh. there was a few times where... I mean, first of all, Rika wanted to murder Maki. Because she was jealous that a yeah. girl was getting attention. And Yuta talks her off the ledge there, and then... She cries, said, yeah. I don't want you to hate me. He's like, it's I like can I, never hate it's you. Ve- it's very, very sweet, because yeah. Yuta's not treating her like she could kill him. 
He's just treating her like a yeah. He's like, like he's like oh, not threatening, but he's being assertive with her. Like you you put her down and treat her like a flower. Yeah, and all that stuff like yelling, and that's what I mean by seeing his eyes and how like he's speaking up for himself. Yeah, he's being direct to this demon that could yeah. uh, this fucking cursed spirit that could kill uh, the entire world <laughs> apparently. And apparently. I like it. I like it. it it's reminiscent of uh, this is going to be a, a fun one. Here here we go. Oh, uh, fruits basket. Uh, how Keo kind of did you know the one that did. Uh, uh wow uh wow forgot her name the main character fucking a for a split second Rika, yeah Rika is the same voice actress in dub. Oh, interesting. As to as Toru, Toru. Interesting. No, I didn't actually pick up on that. It makes sense though. Yeah. I I uh I really like that voice actress. She's really good. Uh, what was I saying? Yeah. So the way Yuta handled Rika was kind of like it, it reminded me of how Kyo wanted to be handled with his uh you know not to give it away too much but his kind of quote unquote true form mm-hmm. where he's like I don't want people to pretend like I'm not fucking terrifying because i am like don't tell me that everything's okay like i know this is fucked up and toru is one of the first people that's like hey i'm terrified of you but i love you so it's cool we'll get over it it reminded me of that where it's like yuta understood that if you know being assertive could get him killed but at that point it was like i'm gonna talk to rika like she is still fucking they're literally having like she's still my friend she's still my friend regardless of what yeah. This thing looks like this abomination. She's my friend and I love her. So we're, I'm going to speak to her like I would. And then he's like saying, yeah, Gato is my enemy. He's like, do you hate that man? I loathe him. Oh, that was yeah. such a badass moment. Yeah. I'm like, fucking kick his ass. Rico. But then this is where I'm saying Gato allowed him to heal them. Because he's like, yeah. why didn't you attack? He's like, well, I knew it takes a lot of curse yeah, energy yeah. to do that. So right there, you know, this boy is enjoying it. Also seeing how this plays out. It's and a, that's exactly what Gojo expected. He's almost an agent of chaos, almost, but it's yeah. not like he brings he's chaos. neutral, chaotic, or you know, something like that, right? Chaotic oh, evil, man. neutral, I don't, chaotic I have evil. No idea. The, the <laughs> alignment charts are so fucking tough. I've had so many arguments. But how he believes it is black and white, and white is black, kind of, yeah. But I, you know, his character isn't. You're like, what? Oh the my fuck? god, he's so weird. And then again, we go back to the fact that not him personally but his curse spirits murdered hundreds of ju- yeah, yeah. jujitsu sorcerers that's all the black right there my god guy uh yeah so that that whole fight scene was really cool and that's what really perked it up for me that last 45 minutes i'd say yeah. brought it from this this could have been just part of a season two okay all right i would see i can see why someone would want to see this in a movie theater I get that. Yeah. I watched it downstairs and I yeah. it was loud. Was yeah. Like, yeah. Oh sure. Yeah. I bet. Yeah. I watched it at my at my PC. Yeah. There Not you go. as loud. Speakers aren't great, but it was good. Yeah. I had a you great should put time. in headphones. Yeah, I just you know, you edit for a long oh, time and uh, headphones just kind of ended up being like, now I'm working. So <laughs> what it comes down to is that um Gato and Yuta have this final moment to where Gato's like, all right, I'm going to use everything I got at you, my 4,400 fucking spirits, and he makes this maelstrom-like attack, which was fucking sick. He also sick. summons an S-class spirit um, yes. or a secret-level spirit and then does literally nothing with it. No, because- I thought he, that was pretty I, funny. I don't know what- This is just my guess, is I think like once he used the maelstrom when he was going to like destroy Yuta, I think that spirit was maybe going to help him get Rika because he thinks he can just pull them yeah. and use them, but I- don't know if really he could have done it with Rika. I don't know what the fuck that spirit was there for. Exactly. I'm sure there, there you can definitely headcanon a bunch of stuff, but the fact and they're of called the matter like is, paranormals or whatever at some point, which I really like that they make them almost like ghost like yeah. if they're they're at a certain point to where they're they're past the S class. Yeah. Because there's one used in season two, and Ooh. I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool. Neat. So paranormal shit. Um Yeah, just fucking pulls this bitch out and he's like, My S uh, secret class cursed spirit. And then I'm just gonna throw the rest of them at you. 
This Take was it a, all. Distract, distraction spirit. <laughs> <laughs> so, but what I liked is that Utah in those odds knows like it's about it. And he asked Rika for the most biggest request ever. And that is to use every last bit of her power. And in return, he will be with her forever. My boy goes he, full Hunter Hunter on him. Yeah, full like I fully commit everything to you. I love you, blah, blah, blah. Let's do this together. And I thought it was almost beautiful that they're essentially kissing. Already oh, back. yeah. I you, wish I wish it would have... You really is, can't make out with teeth. For but, my, you know. my problem was the open mouth kiss. It's like a peck on the head would have made more sense for for what Rika is now, but he was going like full. I'm no, a, no, 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 no. I'm a you Mac get, you. Yeah. I'm he a, was Mackin. And yeah, he got, but guess what? She literally goes full fucking rage she, mode. Oh, she gets a, a happy, new eye. That she gets a cool. new eye. She's yelling. I love you so many times. And she is getting massive. And where they put key animation, we talked about it last week in fucking Vinland saga yeah. about, you know, add the little features. What Mappa finally did here is they made Gato, his eyes like quiver. He gets a little scrunched up in the face. Like can't, but he gets mad for once. Like, Oh, I didn't think you were such a goddamn, like he did not expect him to do it. And the reaction, if you look back frame by frame on his reaction, seeing this, he can't believe it. And I think they told a lot without him reacting a lot. Sure. Like saying anything. Yeah. He said, I didn't think you were such a womanizer. That's it. But like, all his face kept saying was like all these, what the fuck? I calculated this at 99%, all this stuff. How dare you? All, all this stuff. I guarantee he was just racing in his mind. His scouter broke and he was like, God damn it. It's no. over 9,000. <laughs> but uh, I just thought that was incredible. And then, yeah, it comes down to this Kamehameha, like, you know, all right, let's do this. Kamehameha versus you fight Gallic for love, gun, I fight for win, to win. And uh, Utah just blasts that fucker. Yeah. With Rika. It wasn't even a, a stalemate. He won. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, so it all works out fine. Utah wakes up with all his friends alive and, uh, surprise, he reversed Rika's curse. Yeah. So he was the one who ended up cursing Rika rather Which than I the other way glorious around. Which I thought was glorious. That was a cool little wrinkle. Then while, uh, Gojo shows up in fashion, he's like, we are super distant relatives. Yay. Utah. <laughs> and he's in the background. He's just celebrating. So yeah. it explains why. Utah is able to do some like, how the hell did he make someone become this powerful of a curse? Because yeah. he's down that line of Gojo where they have these incredible powers. So now that he's related, it's not like, oh, just this random guy got super powerful. It's another Neji. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know. It just all came together. And, you know, Rika, you know, thanked um, Utah for, you know, being with him. She like, goes she... back to her regular human form. And then disappears. To, you know, That was to... a sweet. That was sweet. And she's like, just don't come rushing back to me anytime yeah. soon. Now my buddy Devin's with- like, she said it herself. She had a great time. He could have kept her and then been OP the whole time. I'm like, yeah, but that's not the point. Bro, that's he, not how it works. Like, yeah, he, but he didn't. He like, somewhat wanted the selfishness of the. You gotta I love put it. Hold on, let me put a curse back on you, baby girl. <laughs> Wait, well, you enjoyed it? Oh, come here. Yeah, I think that was more like yeah, I, the wording could have been better. If I've never been happier than when I was a abomination cursed but it's by true. you i think she just likes spending time with I, him. I get yeah. yeah that was nice but it was like all right you could have said i was still happy but you, you know hey <laughs> then we got guys like Devin. It's like curse her up again bitch <laughs> let's go that's why love never leaves because you're gonna be with me forever hold on we got someone else hit her with the truck we got to traumatize this kid again <laughs> no but yeah just seeing everything better it looked like utah was like the weight was lifted off of him i know it showed it throughout like he had a lot of bags under his eyes yeah. like he's at, but i felt like by the end scene where i said you see him he's a lot more chipper oh yeah his hair looks a little more comfortable his eyes don't look as bad so you can just tell like it's almost been lifted off of him he can he can pursue maki now Oh, and without, God. without having and, and to worry about anybody dying. I don't like to always just sexualize, but 
Maki is one of the best ways to show a strong, sexualized woman without being sexual. I don't even know if I wouldn't consider just her, her poses. Yeah, there's a couple I, like when she was sitting in the chair. The way very she's early acrobatic on. while she kicks your ass. I'm sorry, that's that's a turn on. I think she's a fine character. She did though. a split and then fucking did like an STO sweep the leg to a hit the head and knock you down. Like what? You know, but I think there's a difference between doing something that's sexy and doing something that's sexual. That's what I'm trying to say is like they do it without being like, let's make her do a dance or whatever like that. Yeah, she's literally doing combat. You but... don't have to see her underwear. Yeah. It's just the fact that she's all right, so I'm gonna bring it to wrestling real quick. Oh there, boy. There's a, a woman wrestler called Rhea Ripley. We all know I'm fucking obsessed with yeah. her. I, I don't s- see the, the the reason, but yeah. I wouldn't say she's like sexualized, but she's the sexiest fucking thing I've seen in WWE. For dark girl people like, like I meant like the Emo Dude, type she's of, fucking yeah. goth mommy. Like it's yeah. it's. But what if you're un- not into goth mommies? Then that's that's a fucking you problem, no, man. That's I don't. A you thing. I don't know, <laughs> dude. That sounds. You should see a doctor, I guess. Uh. <laughs> but she's like, again, I think she's the sexiest woman on the roster because of the way that she's powerful and she right. throws other women across the fucking ring, and it's like that's. See, that's sexy that's without hot. In my opinion, I, everybody can have d- different discussions, but that's being sexy without being sexualized. You know, it's not, oh my God, I'm going to, you got such a big wiener. Look at my <laughs> butthole. It's like that's sexualized. Just being like, look at me. I am being I, myself, but you're attracted to me. That's sexy. Just, I know you like, uh, I, I always forget a name because her name's weird to say the one that uses the hammer. Oh, Nabara. Nabara. I got to keep remembering that. But Maki to me is like my wife. I feel that. I just uh, like Nabarro because she's fucking angry and like kinda, she is angry. She's kind of pissy, and I appreciate that. And I like that. that you like you said she's a girly girl that likes to go shopping, but still a badass and yeah. does how she wants to do. But Maki kind of has her own style, and she likes to do things her way. Yeah, and maybe it's because I like Sundere. I don't know. I think Jujutsu Kaisen. But does... if you tell Maki were a thing, I would be here for it. And even oh, yeah. Panda expects that. I think they should be you a like thing. big. I like or small I like breasts. the romance. I that was okay. Panda. First of all, there. Why are we just doing? I, I was gonna say Jujutsu Kaisen writes women pretty well, and then we have like all they've right. been doing breasts the whole entire so, show. But we, that's how we know it's it's all about that. It's like you got you got big titties, you got small titties. I don't care about the rest of you. Like that's are how, you a Jennifer Lawrence type? All right, that's it. It's like Wait. you sign up for eHarmony, and it's like big titty, small titty, and you press <laughs> one, and it just gives you a list of people from there. There you go. <laughs> oh, I thought this. I'm paying ten bucks a month for this. Yeah. Yeah, but no, I found those little moments funny. Like Maki would show up and she'd go and hit Utah, and then Panda's in the background grabbing. So like, ooh, here it is. Yeah, oh, Panda's adorable. He's I love fucking Panda. wingman. I love, I love the just real quick while we're on Panda and the whole romance thing. The moment that he find like he thinks that there might be something between them. I thought like I was like, what's wrong with my internet? Because it's straight up like his two brain cells stop working. <gasps> He's just completely pauses for a minute, and then it's like, but ding, ding, ding. Oh my god! I get yeah. When he does that whole pause thing, yeah, you may have a shot. That was in the the comedy in this movie was actually done really well. The few times that it chose to do it, some of the hard cuts, solid stuff. Mm. Uh, I will say they gave Toge a little more light to show that he's you know very human. He wants to try to make people comfortable. He may not be you may not be able to understand him, but you know he wants like he put his hand out, hand up when they succeed in. He's like salmon, yeah, and he's smiling because he wants a high five. Yeah, it's like the little moments. So it's like it was great to have the extra time. We talked a lot about Gato and Gojo and the conflict, but the little downtime with Utah gave me more time with these three other characters. To now, when the season starts again, it's not just about you know Fukushima and Itadori and Nobu, Nobara, Nobara. 
God, I have a hard time with that. <laughs> it's okay. Maybe I should think of Nobunaga. There's another name. Nobara. Kasaki, I think. Kasaki's easier. I think it's Kasaki Nobara. But it's Kugasagi. just you, you get more time uh, with them here. So now when the new season starts, you can be like, all right, I'm, you know, I'm getting more comfortable. I get to know them more. I feel more close to them. So it makes it more important when things go down. Yeah. That's the whole point of it. So well done. Uh, so yeah, final thoughts. Uh, do you want me to go first? You sure. To- sure. That's fine. I, gotta, I get to go first next week when we talk about Big yeah, Robots. Yeah. I, I'm not going to hide this. Uh, I thought this was well done. I'm giving it the movie form credit. So it always goes up one when it's in movie form. Uh, because it has less time to work with. It was able to cut out the bullshit. It explained a lot of things of curses again. So it gave me a nice little training without being like, let's hold your hand through 45 Mm. minutes. It it did not do that. It had a great character to where it's like, oh, it's a brand new character. And yet I was fine seeing him because he's around all these other ones. But Utah was like important. And Rika and his connection with her was outstanding. I, I, I had a little teared moment at the end when, you know, it was all said and done. I didn't like, ball my eyes out but it was like dude it got me in an hour and 45 minutes that's, solid. that's what it was uh, yeah. very well done satoshi khan would have been like hey 15 minutes more than me buddy yeah. but not bad <laughs> a little long in my opinion <laughs> but, but you okay. know what not bad especially for curses um but no i, I can't i can't hit. i give like season one a nine and it's just because it drew out some things and there's some parts i was like eh. but the movie had no weak spots for me sure. so i gave it a 10 out of 10 okay and <laughs> when i put it on mal Matt from Otaku Melancholy was like watching me and he commented, damn right you did. <laughs> so he was waiting, but no, this That's is truly funny. an amazing movie. It sits at an 8.5 on Mal. That's respectable. So it's definitely in the highs, but well, well done. I, I have no flaws. I'm going to wait for you to say flaws or things you hate. Sure. So. No, I mean, I, it, it, there weren't really, it was a very solid show. You just thought it could have been in the series. It didn't need to Pro- be a movie, yeah. but I think it was not enough to but make I don't, it. But I don't think it ruined, I don't think it, it didn't piss me off that it was a movie. You know, some things come out and it's like, why you really just needed the movie bucks for this? Yeah. This at least. It didn't feel like Mugen Trey where they then make the series right after. This at least felt worth your $12.50 to go to the fucking matinee. And see it, it in the theater, yeah. It felt worth, after watching it, it's like, okay, if I would have seen this in the theaters, if I would have spent money to watch this just for one-off, I would have walked away going, all right, cool, that was worth it. And the anime, especially Shonen, I, I would say specifically like Shonen series that come out with movies, have a harder time to make it worth your fucking time. It's like yeah. you could have just put this in a series and just we didn't have to go off format. It was worth it. Most of what I liked about mm-hmm. it, I I can really say it's just general stuff I like about Jujutsu Kaisen. I felt like it was a, a just another piece of Jujutsu Kaisen to add to the story. I don't know that it necessarily did anything better. I think the fights were probably you know, the production quality, but that comes with the movie. I mean, the first season was good too, but you could tell with the movie they were just they, were, they had a bigger They're budget. Just on yeah. a, you know, there are levels to this shit, and yeah, you got more money, you got more time, and you're gonna make a better product. That's how fucking stuff works. So, jet, you know, honestly, I'm gonna give it a nine out of ten, just like I did with with Jujutsu Kaisen. I think it's a it's a good good part of a story. Would it normally be an eight, but it's movie form? That's why you're giving no, it a nine, no, or you know, I, like nine. I, I almost don't look at it as a movie, though. You know, because it's so yeah. it fits so well into the series that it's just a one big long episode type deal. The movie kind of grading scale that we talk about is generally for one offs. Yeah, generally for one offs because you know you only you only have this much time to tell that much of a story. But if you're going to fit it into the rest of the series, it's like, okay, well, you're just filling in the gaps. Let's look at it as let's kind of look at it as a whole. 
you know. So right. 9 out of 10, very solid. If you haven't watched it already, uh, definitely I would recommend it. I would recommend it to anybody who likes Jujutsu Kaisen. It's just... Shit, it's more of what you love. Why why would you hate on that? And hopefully you're liking that we're kind of we're not trying to make another movie month, but we are doing another movie after this reviewing. Uh, and that happens to be the Ava movie. Yeah, we're Thrice reviewing upon a time four, plus four. One. We're reviewing four movies, really. Probably. Yeah, I'm not going to be able to touch about on all three because it'll be a four hour podcast. Most of the talk will be about the last movie. A lot of it is build up until then. I do want to discuss why people hate the third movie. And because... the first two are essentially just repeats of the original story with just a couple of changes. And then three and four is when it kind of goes three and off. Four is so completely... if you're going to talk about things, it'll more be about that because it's a completely different take. I'm excited. Yeah. Obviously, I'm a I'm a slut for Evangelion. I am excited to be able to talk about the rebuilds because I haven't been able to yet. And from what you've told me about the first three that you've watched so far, you are enjoying them. So I'm I'm excited to dig into this bad boy. So join us next week for the review of the rebuild of Evangelion. Um, and one last thing, uh, if you waited till the end of this, because before we get out of here and say our plugs and all that. We had a new Patreon, but oh. we didn't know how it works, so I figured I would at least announce the name. Yeah, no, actually, we we have like three patrons we have to shout out. Oh, uh, but we've 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 been like way behind. Uh, so I know I cannot remember. Was it Ben? Definitely, okay. definitely one of them. So it started. We I don't think we. I'm shouted, going down my list. Now. I don't like, think ah. we've shouted out Booty Stank yet. Booty Stank. We have. We've shouted out Booty Stank for other reasons. Booty Stank has become a patron, so we apologize for this late ass shout out. But we see you. We appreciate you, and we love you, as well as Ben. Mm -hmm. Um, we probably should bleep out that last name. I don't know. I don't know how people feel about their last names being. Then your name is now Ben. Yeah. (laughs) So thank you, Ben. Again, uh, way too late on this shout out. So hopefully you stuck around to the end to get this. Um, and then we have our newest patron. Which is Iwa. All right. Now, if you are in the Discord and we haven't made you a patron, please let us know. Yes. Because it's hard to find people because everyone's names on emails and stuff are different than their ones on Discord. Yeah. Some people might not probably be part of the Discord yet. We've actually, a lot of our patrons um, join the Discord after they sign up. Feel free to send us a message, as always, if you want to get in on the monthly Q&A. You don't have to join the Discord. You can interact with us on the Patreon page. JD gets he gets like alerts when stuff happens on them, so we know we will see it. Thank you so much to everybody who joins the Patreon though. Patreon.com slash anime brothers podcast if you are so interested. Uh, I'm starting to lose my voice, so you know, all the plugs, all the stuff is in the show notes. Uh, Instagram, Twitter, or X or whatever the fuck it's I don't know. It's a it's a it's on fire. <laughs> the website that's on fire, we're on there. Uh, we also have merch, don't quote me apparel.com. I already said the Patreon. Listen to our friend's podcast. They're good, too. We love them all. Thank you for listening. We're going to go now. Goodbye, everybody. We'll see you in the next episode.